0: Hey, Sean, this is Vanessa. And Michelle. We're just driving around the hood checking out your podcast. <laughs> it is really horribly awkward. Love it. Take care. Bye. Hey, this is Constance, and you're listening to the podcast. We're going to talk about random things like blue fish, the black hole of addiction, a lot of funky and fine films, and um, how social anxiety is oftentimes all in our head.
1: And that it is.
0: Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube. And God have mercy on your soul, because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah.
1: I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not Horribly Awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psychohead, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31 and you're listening to the horribly awkward podcast keep tuning in you follow me
0: hey this is dragonfly from pure Gasmic love and you are listening to the horribly awkward podcast it's time to get awkward horribly awkward improv take one action
1: wow what a nice day for the beach constance thanks for like pulling me out of my everyday struggling boring life and bring me to the beach this is wonderful
0: yeah, Sean, you know, sometimes you just need to get the, go to the beach, get some perspective, see your life from a wider
1: angle lens, you know what I'm saying? That's true, yeah. I'm always inside just playing video games. I mean, I play video games where I go fishing and there's water, it's kind of neat.
0: Yeah, but you know, being at the beach is like, it's like a video game, only it's your life video game. You can still win or lose. You know, you could smash a kid's sand castle and that's a big lot lose. Or you could win, catch a fish catch some rays
1: enjoy your time yeah i love to i like to bully little kids i like to walk up just when their parents aren't looking just kick their sandcastle and keep walking
0: you still like to bully little kids
1: yeah well i mean when i was young i got bullied so it's like the circle of life
0: yeah i don't i don't know i would maybe consider some some uh, personal assistance for that matter
1: (laughs) Wow, look at all of these birds. Oh, they're going to dump on us. They're going to take a crap on our head. Holy crap. Holy crap. Oh, it got on your shoulder, man. No, I'm no, sorry. no. I'm sorry. Hey, I brought an extra shirt. You want one? Oh, your shirts are way too small for me, but I'll do it.
0: I know, but that's what makes for a better tan. But I, uh, here, here's some sunscreen.
1: Yeah, I need sunscreen. Trust me, I don't get out much during the day, so I'm, you know, I'm very pale. And We're both
0: the palest people on this beach, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like true. Maybe like my pale brother. Oh, uh, let's go check out over here, they got these, uh they got this, I like to go over here by the rocks, this is where the water gets trapped, then you can find fish in there and crabs and seeing it. You know, I know
0: we're at the beach, I'm a little scared of the ocean, but I'll go with you, let's
1: yeah, go. Yeah, let's go over here, let's go over okay. here.
0: Okay. Ow!
1: Whoa, what happened? Ow, 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 What happened, what happened? I don't
0: know if it was a stingray or if it was like a little crawfish, but it got the back of my toe.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. Oh my gosh, Sean. No, 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 that, that's like Wait, a no, bright no, no, no. blue crab. No, I'm getting
0: a rash all over my leg. No,
1: no, 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 there's a, there's a cure for this. Huh? I saw it in a movie. I don't want to do it though, but I think I have to urinate all over your leg.
0: I don't know about, okay, okay, it's going up my thought. You might have to urinate on my leg. This oh, no. is so
1: embarrassing. So all right, um,
0: kids, kids get... turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Run around. Turn around. You just kicked yeah, over that kid's castle. Come on. How many problems can we have?
1: I had the to, I had to.
0: stingray got me. You kicked over the kids. Just urinate on my leg already. All right, I'll get
1: this little kid. I'll get this little kid. No, no, no. I got the dog. I got the dog. He can pee on you. I got this dog.
0: I don't want the dog's pee. I'd rather have your pee. All you right, know right. how like, Manny Pacquiao drinks his own pee? It's got to be human pee.
1: Okay, I'm going to do it.
0: I don't know if dog pee is going to be his healing.
1: Okay, I'm going to do oh, it. Oh,
0: that's kind of like refreshingly warm.
1: Yeah, I, I drink a lot of Red Bull.
0: It's kind of like the soothing and the the... Uppity caffeineness. I can
1: feel it on my leg. Maybe I should bottle that and sell it on the side of the beach and just tell people that it's like God's energy drink.
0: Yeah, you could probably sell it to, to
1: boxers. I'm gonna go do that. Let's go set up shop over here. Okay. And scene. Yay! Hey, Norma, give us a horribly awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even control myself. It's so horribly awkward. This is so awkward. <laughs> this is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward.
0: Horribly awkward.
1: Horribly
0: awkward. <laughs> Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird,
1: but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't think that it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 71 of Horribly Awkward. If you want to know what crazy story Constance told to feel that improv skit, you can always listen at the tail end of the podcast. It's there. It's a buried treasure. It's buried right underneath that sandcastle, Or right at the end of the podcast. So check it out. I'm Sean, and again, I'm your host for this week. I do apologize. Sincerely, I do apologize. But I also thank you for downloading and listening. I do appreciate that. If you like what you hear, tell your best friend. Tell your worst friend. Tell your best friend's worst friend and your worst friend's best friend. Because word of mouth is a beautiful thing, so use what your mama gave you. I have a voicemail number, so tell me some stuff and I will play it. I will definitely play it, you just tell me some stuff on a voicemail, the number is 510-600-3475. And as always, you can find that down below in the description. So if it's New Year's and the ball's about to drop at midnight, wait till 12.01, come back, look in that description, it'll be there still. You can also reach out to me the old-fashioned way at horribly awkward podcast at gmail dot com. On today's show, woo. Okay, I've been looking forward to this for a little while. You guys have probably heard me talk about our performance in the Toy Soldiers. That didn't come out right. The Toy Soldiers is it? The Toy, <laughs> Toy Soldiers or just just Toy yeah, Soldiers?
0: It's the Toy Soldiers.
1: Okay, I couldn't remember if there was a "the" there. I could have been screwing up the whole thing. Uh, hey, um, I've had Eric. Eric p carlson on and najara a few times we've talked about it we've definitely talked about your performance A uh, constance ah oh, it's it's a, it's a work of art it's an emotional work of art
0: thank you thank you sean i appreciate that it was uh you know uh i'm glad that eric had faith in me to do it because when he cast me i'm like really it was one of those moments where there, i never thought that i could um I, I was scared of whether or not I could pull it off because I got cast. I think I was 31 and my kids my, my actor kids were about five, six years younger than me in real life. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, um, and, and she is a woman who's losing everything and sure. I've experienced that in, in other areas of my life, but cer- it's certainly not the way that she had. And, um, And, uh, I did some interesting research to get there, but, uh, I I appreciate Eric's faith and the casting and some of the, the, the episodes of, um, what's the show intervention that he sent me. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And, um, and then Mary came to life and, and it's beautiful. A lot of times you don't even know how you just do the work and you let her settle in and then it kind of pops out from there. So um, thanks for watching the
1: movie. Yeah, I'm going to tell you in a sec why exactly that, that kind of hit a home run for me. Uh, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. Um, let's see. Yeah, so Wolf Mother, Night Eyes. I saw that. Night Eyes is great. Traded. Uh, I watched the Batgirl Rises thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I watched that. Um, let's see. You done. You did some shows, Practice, Alias. Is this correct?
0: Yep. Yeah, that's correct.
1: And uh, yeah, super excited. So everybody, big warm welcome for Constance Brenneman. <laughs> Thank you. Settle Thank down. You. All right, guys. Settle down. Please. I need to do the interview. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, your performance in The Toy Soldiers. I-, I dealt with addiction. I mean, all my listeners know I talk about it pretty often. I'm pretty open about m- my past. But I-, I dealt with addiction for like six years. I lived <laughs> in that world of-, of just making wrong decisions, wrong choices, being hanging around other people who who did treat their kids like that and would put their kids in really bad situations like like being hammered and driving and all that it's it's chaos and i that's why all that really hit home with me. It really did It was such a a powerful performance i was I was moved
0: mm, thanks for saying that, Sean. I really appreciate that, and you know I think a lot of people can relate to this the idea of Uh, This character, she had all of these things, um, you know, these beautiful children and a home and a job, but she couldn't appreciate it because the things that she didn't have. So I think Mary um, falls into the trap of really being like, well, I, I wanted to be a musician and I was never that and I wanted this and I wanted that. and I feel like a failure, whereas she had all of these things and she couldn't see it. She couldn't appreciate it. And so that's kind of what where her black hole uh what was where it lied
1: okay sorry i hit mute on accident (laughs) i was like i I lived in that black hole for a long time when i'm watching i'm like damn it's like this is this is really good really moving and and when i watch movies like a lot of movies you watch like that was a great movie nothing really stuck with me and from watching actually the whole movie of of the toy toy soldier like I, i told eric this too i'm like eric man you're like this is really good stuff that you you touched on on every like Every fucked up thing in the world. I mean, from 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 addiction to to like you know rape and prostitution and it's just like it's such a mixed bag of of terrible feelings that come out to make this great movie. I really I really enjoyed it and it was something random I watched because I was gonna have Najar on. And I'm like I'm gonna be watch a couple of her her other movies and I had looked that one up and watched that one. I was so glad I uh, I did. And I think I actually sent you a message that exact night I watched it.
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, you know, Eric is so great at, he, he doesn't care how raw it is. Mm -hmm. He doesn't think about, okay, this movie has to fit very neatly within this genre. He's just like, let's do something really raw and exploratory and go deep with these characters and then he packages it beautifully with a he, always an awesome soundtrack, and it's visually visu, visually beautiful. And he just really creates the world.
1: Yeah, I liked it, it's, and Wolfmother too was awesome. And I get it. I saw you in there just for that that little couple, you know, that little yeah. scene. I'm like, yeah, Constance, I, I totally forgot you were in it. I just totally forgot, and then you <laughs> co- you come out with the shotgun. I'm like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Just enough, just
1: long enough to come out with a shotgun. Yeah, that's that's all we need is all we need is long enough to come out with a shotgun. If I could just pop into a movie, some random movie with a shotgun, like I uh, I would love it forever. Yeah. That'd be my profile picture forever. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, Wolf Mother was great too. Yeah, yeah. I had the I had the pleasure of I reached out to Eric and I said, hey, I would love to watch your movie. And um, maybe like talk about it in a podcast. And I wasn't even saying like he needs to come on my podcast. He's like, yeah, dude, I'd love to come on your podcast. Here's the movie. I was like, whoa, all right, cool. I got to see. I was one of the, like the ten people that saw it early, or you know, probably more than that. But
0: you see it the man Chinese?
1: No, no, I didn't go to the that. I didn't go to the the theater and watch it. But he let me watch a screener before it came out on the VOD. Oh nice, nice. <clears throat> yeah, so that was cool. I never had the experience of watching a movie early, so it was cool. I brought it to my grandma's house. We watched it over there and she was a little uh my grandma Just, like uh, <laughs> not disturbed. I watched all I mean, yeah. I watched the worst shit at her house. She watches Saw and all that stuff. <clears throat> but she was like, Oh, is this a porno? What's going on? You know, the first like the first like fifteen minutes is nothing but sex scenes. It was awesome. It was so awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you're like Nishara, get on my show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I had already, I already had talked to her before that. So Najar is yeah. a sweetheart. I love her. She, she's yeah, so she's, awesome. She's a very, very
0: big sweetheart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so are you, Constance. Like, thanks for coming and hanging out. Thanks,
0: Sean. Appreciate yeah. it.
1: Man. So, um, I don't know. Women don't like to talk about their age. Uh huh. But I seen your birthday. And it's really close to mine. We're like two months difference in age. Oh really? Yeah, so I'm July.
0: Oh okay. Yeah, I'm the older woman.
1: You're the older woman. <laughs> I like older women even if they're only 2 months older. So Constance, I got a big crush on you. You're my new celeb crush. <laughs> Hopefully, that's cool. You know, I like to make sure I like to reach out to my crushes first and go, "Is this cool?" You know, I don't want to go overboard.
0: Yeah, as long as you like the older woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so so what do you got in the works? I, I see um, – oh, actually, you know what I really want to talk about? I want to – can you do your Harleen Quinzel accent? Come on, let's do it. We got we to gotta hear it.
0: I mean, yes, sugar. What do you want to talk about?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so good.
0: I mean, I can kiss on your cheek and I can also kick your ass. It's whatever you want.
1: I like it. You, that would be great for a cartoon. <laughs> I think
0: actually the version I used of her was a little more realistic and deep in the films, but that is sort of the cartoonish version of Harley Quinzel.
1: Are you a um, comic fan, or was that just something random?
0: Um, It was pretty random. Actually, Vincent just cast me off of footage that he'd seen of other things. Um, I thought it was awesome, and I was really excited once once it came up, but I, I didn't know who she was. That's how not into comics
1: that Mr. I am, Mr. J. Mr. J.
0: <laughs> I did a lot of research once. Uh, once I got cast, obviously, but
1: did you watch the Suicide Squad film movie? I didn't. I, I didn't watch it. Did you? It was it was okay, but uh, I thought uh, Margot Robbie as as um, Harley Quinn was actually pretty fantastic.
0: Uh-huh. She needs I can like see solo. that. I can see that being a good fit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she needs her She needs a solo movie, just a Harley Quinn movie. Forget all the rest of the crap that was in that movie.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's why is the reviews. I hate to say that here, but that's probably why I didn't see it.
1: <laughs> it's It's worth it. It's still kind of fun.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Uh I don't know. I watch I watch most things. I'm like, I kind of like this. I liked it so I was going to watch it as part of sort of a Batman movie, so I had to watch it.
0: Yeah, you're a big comic guy,
1: huh? Not a big comic guy, but I like the Batman movies. Um, actually, I didn't first Batman movie I actually watched. I mean, other than the old, old, old ones from the '90s, '80s, uh, was the the second one because I heard a Heath Ledger's Joker was amazing. So I had gone and seen that in the theater without even seeing the first Batman Rising's, and I was like, wow, this is incredible.
0: Yeah, his Joker was awesome. I mean, he was you know dealing with a lot of things personally, and sometimes that it It made sense for the character at that time, so it's unfortunate what happened to him um but he certainly blew apart that role in a beautiful way,
1: yeah, he left something i mean he may he mm-hmm. may have left he may he may have left us for good, but he left something behind that like can't be touched like it really yeah's a chaos mhm oh, it's incredible, you know it's like Michael Jackson Michael Jackson left us, but he left behind this music that. Will forever be like incredible. There's nothing that can er- like erase that.
0: His he was such an unbelievable light, like such an unbelievable talent. I was watching '80s Michael Jackson, and that man from his dance to his voice to his uh, very unique aesthetic, he was him. Like he did him, at like nobody else. And it was. incredible. It's very rare that I see an artist and I'm like, that is incredible. That took a lot of time. That took a lot of digging. That is remarkable. And Michael Jackson is absolutely one of those.
1: Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, especially music because music is influenced by so many different directions. You take all these things you love and then you, then you get you get inspired to create music and then you start to create your own. And it's a mix of all these things. Right. So every once in a while you get something that's completely unique and special, like, like Michael Jackson, um, like,
0: um, Prince, I think falls in that.
1: Yeah. Prince, Elvis,
0: way. Elvis. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're just like, they're doing their own thing. You know, it's, they're it's, doing it's their great. Own thing. Yeah. Who are your, who are some influences you have for acting?
0: Oh gosh, you know, I could probably um, go down the list of people that everyone says, like a Meryl Streep, because she's awesome, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think Kate Blanchett is is a remarkable talent. Yeah, um, Kate Winslet's always very good. Um, Johnny Depp is interesting. Uh, yeah, I would say them for sure.
1: speaking about unique stuff like johnny depp is on his own level
0: yeah he is and the thing is sometimes he misses for me but i always appreciate the miss Mm -hmm. yeah because he went somewhere you have to go somewhere in order to miss and he never he always goes balls out and i appreciate that
1: he did this small role in this movie tusk have you seen it Mm-mm. Oh, you have to watch it. Just look up Tusk, Johnny Depp, probably on YouTube, and you'll you'll probably find it's just a couple of scenes. Um, it's it's a Kevin Smith movie, and uh, um, it, it's fantastic. It's so good. It's only a couple scenes, but it's really good. And then he, they put him more in his new movie. I forget what it's called, Yo- Yoga Hosers or Yoga Housers or. But uh, that character, but it's a really good character. It was so random, and he wasn't even in the credits, and no one knew he was in it. It was kind of like a secret. You know, I was watching it in the theater. I'm like, is that is that Johnny Depp? Is that Johnny Depp? I can't tell. He's kind of talking like Johnny Depp. Really good. He plays like this French detective. I think oh, it's 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 so great.
0: Oh uh, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check it
1: out. Yeah, you definitely appreciate that. Um, so I. So Night Eyes. Let's talk about Night Eyes. Okay. Night eyes, you had you had a, you, you you cut all your hair off for it. Oh, we froze again. Oh, 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 we froze. Are we back? Oh, we froze.
0: Hey. Sean, is it possible for me to go get my charger?
1: Charger, you can get whatever you want. Okay, one second. Okay. She's gonna get the charger. You know, I have that same issue sometimes. like, where did I put that cord? So I just buy a cord like that for every room. So I got one. In. So when I'm, oh, so nice. When I'm in my living room, there's a setup for my phone. When I'm in my room, there's a setup for my phone. When, when, I'm, in, when I'm at work, there's a setup for my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just went down so quickly. It went from green to nothing in no time.
1: Oh, you're on your phone right now? I didn't even notice that. I thought No, you were... I'm on
0: the computer.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you had your phone like... I've done a lot of interviews, and I've had people just hold have their phone and just kind of set it up against something, and it actually is not that bad.
0: Yeah, good quality.
1: Yeah, it is great quality. Do you get anxiety over battery power? I get so much anxiety over battery dying.
0: Well, for me, it's more of like the anxiety of not being able to figure out why it's dying. Like, is it because I have too many applications running? Why is it draining so quickly?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. But I'm
0: also I don't mind like not do it being responding quickly. I'm not one of those people who are on my phone all the time. I sort of like will check once or twice a day and then,
1: you know what? I got to Okay. I definitely got to give you this. Like you seem so relaxed about social media and I wish I could do that. Sometimes if you knew how many times I checked Twitter and Facebook like all day, every day, I think it's cause I have nothing to do. I have no wife but I would just want to be relaxed about it. And I want to check it once a day. That would be so freeing. I can't do it though. I just (laughs)
0: can't do it. I should do it more. I know that it would be a good thing to do, but I just don't gravitate that way. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really, I mean, I care about the films and of course, like I, you know, I want, but for me, it's just about the art of the, the thing. And then the other stuff I want to do to help, Directors and, of course, to help the selling, but I'm not great at it.
1: I'm, I'm pretty bad at it. To be totally I, I actually kind of admire that. Uh, thanks. Just, yeah, you're just like chilling. You're enjoying life rather than being too many people are glued to their phones and, and yeah. social media.
0: I do. I do, for the most part, enjoy life. I think that's probably it. If I was like this all the time, I don't know.
1: Probably not as much. I literally have no life, so I'm like always on there. I'm like, okay, what happened in the last three and a half minutes? Okay, mm, look at. I get something about notifications, like I, the little, ah, I got Sean, like, what are
0: we doing right now? We're, we're doing life right now.
1: This is, yeah, this is the only, okay, I'll tell you this, Constance. Let me tell you this. This podcast is the only time that I actually kind of shut my brain and everything else out and like focus mostly on what's going on.
0: Well, when you're not focused on what's going on, I want to know like what all those little ancillary pop
1: out thoughts are well it's more that like would make it really fun <laughs> okay well it's more like like just starts, you know, it's more like you said oh let me go look for my charger i'm like cool let me look at my phone cool okay check blink eh, eh. just it was natural for me to do that um, oh i'm looking over here i got a couple of notes written down so i'm like back and forth on this i'm like don't miss this stuff how do i read the notes but still talk i'm not good at multitasking oh, i'm a clutter i'm a i'm a, I'm a, I'm a mess
0: you're not a mess you're not a mess, I think you're normal. I think that's how
1: most people operate I know this it sucks though I just I remember back in the day just kind of I remember when people used to ask me, "Oh I haven't seen you on Facebook in three months are you doing okay I'm like yeah, I don't really check that and then one day it's like I started getting sucked in that world and uh, it'll, ah. it'll never end it'll never end I can just go between Instagram Twitter and Facebook and just just get rid of notifications it's like a video game to me it's like you know never
0: say never my friend it'll end if you really want it to
1: yeah that's true i just need to find you to go to like a i need to go to a recovery program for social media
0: for social media <laughs> i bet it exists
1: it probably does yeah they're, i'm they're,
0: sure it does
1: it's all addictions kind of fall in that same like you said it was like a wormhole black hole it's all kind of it all your your brain, I think, kind of cal- calculates or kind of it kind of determines. It's all the same place. All addictions: drug addiction, alcohol addiction, social media addiction. Ugh. Ugh. It's
0: like a need to fill a space. It's mm-hmm. a need to fill a hole. Yeah, some that does or does not exist. It's probably a fictitious hole, but at least it exists in the mind.
1: It exists in my mind for sure, and so I'd just rather not be on the drug and and drug train so i just stay on the social media train
0: (laughs) hey i think that's a healthy road
1: (laughs) sure it's a little bit more healthy but it's also the only way i can reach out to people and kind of connect with people so if i didn't do that then i would probably have no podcast
0: and you're good at that and that's a joy so yeah
1: yeah so before we got a frozen last time i was asking you about night eyes. so night eyes, you cut all your hair off for it
0: Night Eyes, no. I cut all my hair off for a film called Acts of God, and okay. I played a woman with terminal cancer, and so I shaved my head for like four months.
1: Ooh, I gotta check that out.
0: No no hair. And then Night Eyes was, I don't know, maybe four or five months after that film. And I that's why I had like the kind of baby doll thing. But that was that was growth, actually.
1: How did Okay, okay, because I know women love their hair, right? You got to love your hair, right? You got fantastic hair. Look at your hair. It's beautiful. Thanks. And then someone's like, you got to do this movie and you're going to have to shave it all off. What were you thinking? I got to know.
0: I was thinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God didn't know this is, this is good. Good. This is a good topic.
0: Okay. The, um, I was think. okay. I was like, okay, I like the role and it's perfect. Because I screwed up my hair, really. This is my natural color. But I had gone really dark. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to come back to my natural color. And along the way, I did some funky stuff with like some red. and oh, nice. And, it, and, and basically, I looked like a fried-haired mess. So when they said, cut all your hair off, I'm like let's start over baby
1: yeah let's do it yeah every every girl in in my high school and you know uh 1997 and 8 had fried hair and bleached and colored and from from blue to red to orange to, to bleach to all the chicks had just fried hair back then and so did i i had blue hair i had oh, red yeah. hair i did all that weird shit i was all in the marilyn manson like yeah let's get dark and weird
0: <laughs> uh, i made i made a little agreement with myself i mean it would have to be super special cut it sure but to dye it i'm not on the dye train anymore
1: <laughs> so yeah you cut your hair off for this movie and was it just weird adjusting like you're like oh did, we, did you try to fix your hair but there's no hair there i mean it was it natural to like try to move your hair out of your eyes or over your ear or something there's nothing there
0: Oh, for night eyes or when I was bald?
1: Just the when you first cut it off, you had to oh, be like well, some. It was
0: literally like no hair, so so no, mm-hmm. like you don't try to mess with a totally bald head.
1: Maybe, but I... naturally, you didn't go like to adjust your hair, but there was no hair there on You know, like just sometimes
0: you go to feel your scalp because mm-hmm. it feels really good to just like t- your head. Your head, I think. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if this is true, but it feel it's more sensitive, and maybe it's because there's always been hair there. But it was crazy sensitive, so I would just like to like touch my bald head.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I got a bald <laughs> head, so I know I shave my hair off all the way, all the way down to no guard. So,
0: oh yeah, it feels good.
1: It does, kind of. And then my hair starts growing back, and then it feels all ratty. I'm like, ugh, going I get too lazy to cut it for like two or three weeks, and then I just look like a homeless man. <sighs> but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So in Night Eyes, like that, that was a really interesting movie.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, there's a an author in uh, from Holland called Jack Lance, and he writes a lot of um, Hitchcocky kind of stuff. He's a pretty famous author in Europe. So this was based on a, a novella, a short novel, for, of his, and the director was Dutch. Um, yeah, so it was an interesting experience. The the crew was a, a, an extremely international bunch we probably had about 10 to 14 countries represented on set oh nice yeah yeah that
1: was an interesting movie how would you describe that movie without really giving away the premise because you know there's if you give away one thing the whole movie's kind of screwed it's nice to just find that out naturally but how would you describe it for people listening
0: i would say a psychological thriller where a woman doesn't – has to work through whether to trust her instincts or to be afraid of her own mind.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That was, that was a good movie. I, was, I didn't really see the little twist thing coming. I really didn't see that coming. I was like, mm-hmm. badass.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun to make.
1: We don't get a lot of those movies anymore where stuff just happens and you don't see it coming.
0: Yeah, well, it's a lot of remakes. A lot of remakes, yeah. A lot of remakes.
1: And a lot of trailers that just show you everything. (laughs) Yeah. You go into into an action movie, you've already seen it. Already. Pretty much. You've seen a trailer. You've seen five trailers. They've given away all the details. You know what's going to happen.
0: But it works because it's getting made.
1: Yeah, it does. It works. I know people are going to see it. Those are the ones that are making all the money, so they're doing something right.
0: Yeah, it works because it's like on an adrenaline level. People want that adrenaline pump.
1: I should do it. In the intro of every podcast of mine, I should have a little, this is what you're about to hear. So let's say, on tonight's Horribly Awkward, you're going to hear Constance Berneman, how she shaved her head, how, what else do we talk about? Let's, look, I'm going to put, let's cl- I'll clip shaved this out. Head. Shaved her head.
0: Talked she, about addiction.
1: Talked about addiction.
0: We talked about little blue fish that are lost in the sea.
1: Little blue fish that are lost in the sea. And all of this on today's Horribly Awkward. Stay tuned. You, you already know all the details, but still, listen. Okay.
0: No, I think that that would summarize it. I mean, I mean, of course it would summarize but I think that that would, yeah, I think that that would get them involved, and then they want to see how it unravels.
1: Yeah, that's why what I do is the... the the improv, like I'll edit that and I'll put a bunch of sound effects. I'll probably put some waves and some seagulls in there. Some, we'll sound like we're at the beach. You get into it, and then you hear the podcast. But if they want to hear your story, they have to listen to the very end of the podcast. I hide that at the back. Oh, so you want to know, freaky, freaky. yeah. So it's a little, it's a little, it's a little treasure. You have to follow the rainbow over there. You know, <laughs> you're <a> leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leprechaun. <laughs> oh, okay, so. Night eyes, Wolf Mother. Tra- I haven't seen Traded yet. How was that? Yeah,
0: Traded was good times. Listen, I got to be in 1880s Kansas and ride side saddle, and um, you know, I was a, a a mama. I used to be my character used to be a prostitute, and then she became like a a wife to a farmer, and they had a sweet little family. And then things started to go awry with their kids. And, um, you know, Mama got protective and kind of started to freak out. And then, so if you like Taken, if you like the movie Taken. Oh, yes. It's, a, it's, it's got a similar thing going on, but you've got 1880s. So you've got all the cool, like, Western elements with the, the fun parts of Taken. Well, the, the, the like, on your seat.
1: Yeah. Shoot them out okay i mean yeah, i think i saw it on netflix uh recently i think it's on netflix now right
0: it's on netflix amazon itunes yeah exactly. i don't know if it's on amazon but anywhere
1: most streaming yeah i'm gonna have to watch that now now you got me excited i'm all into this western shit right now westworld's got me got had me hooked i watched the- i gotta
0: see that yeah oh
1: you haven't see- hbo oh, I- yeah oh, i can't even have you on this podcast you haven't seen westworld <laughs> it's so good it's so good and full of twists like i was talking about there's like a bunch of stuff that that they revealed in like the very last episode i'm like i did not see that coming you could have gave me all year to figure that out and i did not see that coming
0: nice yeah hbo is good at that
1: hbo is good yeah Mm -hmm. game of thrones you watch that
0: no are we still allowed to talk
1: about game of thrones
0: no in general no i haven't seen any of it
1: Okay. Oh are we allowed to talk? I don't know. Game of Thrones, <laughs> I'll give you a pass on that. Game of Thrones is a confusing piece of shit sometimes. I love it. It's visually great. Characters are great. Story is so confusing, I have no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah. yeah no, just- I haven't. i want to see it. I'm gonna buy you know, buy it, but I haven't.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're gonna have a lot of shows to watch and it's gonna be confusing.
0: Well, that's the th- and when I do it, I knock it out. I'm just like grrr, I wanna do it. All within two weeks. I don't know if I could do that one in two weeks. But I like to just get, like, I guess I'm a greedy show watcher. Mm. I love the streaming thing.
1: Yeah, we could be best friends. I, I, I am exactly the same way. I, I Watching things week week by week, you forget, oh, what happened last week? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, you know, previously yeah. on, oh, yeah, that's what happened.
0: Uh. If you watch them in this sort of, like, ridiculous back-to-back mode, it's, it's like you live with them
1: yes yeah you live in
0: Downton Abbey
1: yeah I haven't seen that you are a
0: werewolf
1: and True Blood oh True Blood I watched okay let me tell you something about True Blood I didn't Mm -hmm. watch that till the last season was going people were talking about it the very last season I was like let me check it out I started watching episode one I watched the whole series in like five weeks I think Uh uh-huh and then I watched the very last episode basically as everyone else was watching it oh it was great i loved the louisiana scene i love that show
0: yeah yeah that was fun that was very comic booky
1: yeah it the was sh- yeah yeah i want to watch it again now yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have to finish it i actually didn't finish it the last couple seasons oh you got
1: to get to that well i don't know last couple seasons weren't as great as the first ones but i was already i was already watching you're it
0: sucked a- in
1: yeah i was already locked down but I could see like somebody who was watching that as the seasons win. They're like, oh, these these seasons are not getting better. They're just kind of staying. Yeah. It's, it was it's still good though. I really liked it. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. kinda hard to tell people that I watched it. Everyone thinks it's some roman like I thought it was. It's just some romantic girly flick. You did? When I when I first saw the True Blood, that just sounds like some romantic like Twilight.
0: Oh my gosh, it was like a sex blood feast.
1: Mm-hmm. had one of the had the best um it had the best like melting zombie effects i mean not zombie uh, vampire effects you know when they just kind of burst into a bag of blood and it just explodes You're like that's freaking awesome i'm trying to think if i've seen if i saw that one i don't know if i saw that one i think well anytime the vampires got killed or whatever was it the vampires yeah they were kind of like they just get all nasty and and then they kind of explode like i don't know if they use like a bag of blood and and they just popped it but it kind of like it just burst
0: uh-huh well, have you ever been in a movie
1: no no way i'm no i, I don't like cameras nope i'll i'll watch no. though
0: oh i can see you getting into special effects with your description
1: yeah i could be a special effects guy too bad i never took any classes on it or know anything about it
0: it's kind of cool, the special effects people.
1: Yeah, it's got to yeah, be fun, right?
0: interesting lot.
1: So how does all that work with special effects guys? They just come in and go, here's what we're going to do.
0: Yeah, and they all have their kind of like different rigging. Like there are like these different sort of like blood guns and different ways that they can pop it in your shirt or pop... Not that I'm supposed to because it's all real when you're watching it. Oh, it's yeah, it's real. True.
1: Yeah, it's real. Constance, <laughs> I mean, it's all real, right? <laughs>
0: We're all really dying.
1: Yeah. That's a real (laughs) shotgun you were holding. And it's a real slug that shot out of that thing. My brain's whatever. Nope. Too much information. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know much about the behind the scenes stuff about movies. So when I get to talk to people, it's cool. I get a little get to know little bits and pieces. And it's really interesting for a guy like me who just sits around and watches movies.
0: Yeah, I mean you know, it's it's to me it's amazing what, particularly with independent films, what they do, what they can do, and what they can make it look like for x amount of dollars. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but what they're doing with that amount of money is crazy. Like, you know, it looks like all the cops are outside, or it looks like the diner's full, and the little tricks of the camera or with sounds—it's just um, it's incredible.
1: It's amazing to me that when I watch a movie, I imagine there's no camera or there's no microphones anywhere, you know? But, like, you get to film these scenes, you get to see the, the floating cameras, and uh, you get to see, like, the... the, the you, I mean, the you, the cameras and the floating mics. And for me as a watcher, like, I don't see any of that. So I just feel like it's just people, like, conversating or acting. It's, it's so weird. It, we probably see movies completely different now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... What it is, it's like... A movie is such a production, it's kind of like building a house. You've got, like in the house building, you've got your electrician and your plumber and your carpenter and all. Same thing with movies. You've got the guy who does the lights, the guy who does the sounds, or the guy who, you know, the, the, the grips, the the assistant director, the director, and the producers. And they're all running around like like, what is going on? It's like bees, how they all have their different jobs. And you don't really know what's going on. But as long as you're doing your job, you're in good shape. And inevitably, shit hits the fan every single time and as and you just work your way through it. And the working your way through it process is part of the fun.
1: That sounds awesome. I would love to just watch a movie being filmed. I wanna see all that stuff. I imagine people running around like like a like a circus, just it
0: is a bit like a circus. Yeah. And then like you're about to like cry and freak out because who knows what your your son is, you know. You just cut your son masturbating, and who, you, <laughs> who knows what scenario it is. And then all the while, like people are talking to you as your human self. Hey, Constance, what's up? And and then they're fixing your makeup and your hair, and then you're like totally you're somebody else, and you know you have to react to this thing. So um, it's a beautiful, I think, job as far as learning how to stay right here in the moment with whatever's happening.
1: Just Constance, disappear, Mary. Appear,
0: magic. A
1: magic. <laughs> it's a magic. I'm not good at characters. I was doing some improv last That's week.
0: Italian guy, you could
1: uh, own a pizzeria. That was more like Mario.
0: It's me, I'm
1: Mario. Um, <laughs> I was doing some improv with these guys last week. Big shout out to them. Actually, this, well, actually, you know what? Let's do a little sh- some shout outs. Let's do some shout outs. Constance. Great. All I right. love that. Alright, let's do some shout outs now! Yeah! This is my shout out. I'm shouting out Evan Rachel Wood. She's so good in Westworld. Now I'm shouting out my mom for being so understanding of my craziness. And the first number one shout out is to Sean. Big shout out to John. Cody, Brett, and Ryan from the Video Game Improv Podcast, like I was trying to get to right now, I was telling Constance, I was trying to do characters last week, and I would slip in and out of them, it didn't really make sense much, I'm not good at characters and just letting the Sean disappear, I'm, I can't do that, It just dork me always comes out, big shout out to you guys, that was a fun podcast, we did... <laughs> We did some long improv skits, like 15 minutes. It was freaking oh, cool. fantastic. One of the skits, I was a Furby the entire time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One of them, I was like, I was playing a video game, and then I was also being Tom Hanks, and then I was also. <laughs> I don't <know>. it, was... <laughs> it was so much freaking fun. Like big shots, you guys. Uh, big shots to all the listeners. Uh, big shots to Constance. Big shots to candy bars in general. Love you know, candy bars. Milky Way, Kit Kat, M and M's. Oh, peanut M and M's, peanut butter Snickers. Anything, anything that was originally a candy bar, then they threw peanut butter in it. Peanut butter Snickers, peanut butter M and M's, peanut butter Twix. Oh, what about
0: Butterfinger? Does that count as like? Is that peanut butter or what is that? What do you? What is? What is that even?
1: Is that toffee? I think that's it's peanut butter. It's like peanut butter, brittle. like brittle kind of.
0: Yeah. I love it because it's
1: like flaky and it gets stuck in your teeth and you're like, oh,
0: gone. Oh. Junior high though, that was my jam, the butterfinger.
1: All those stuff. All of um of, they have a new butterfinger. They have new butterfinger like cups. It's kind of like Reese's peanut butter cups, but they're butterfinger cups. Yeah? Uh, those are good. <laughs> uh peanut butter in general. I got this stuff in my Cabinet, it's like it's whipped peanut butter, so it's like uh-huh. real whipped and fluffy, like whipped cream kind of, but it's peanut butter. Oh, that stuff's great. Oh, peanut butter. Oh, thank you. you better get some shots hey, before I we talk. So
0: much more about peanut butter than I do. I need to get on the peanut butter train.
1: You do peanut butter train an awesome train to be on, and it, but it, you know. <laughs>
0: I bet Uncle Jif knows about it.
1: Yeah, Uncle Jif. Uncle Jif! Yeah, I love peanut butter. You just (laughs) got me... Somehow I got on that peanut butter thing. You started talking about Butterfinger. But yeah, yeah. Constance, give us some shout-outs.
0: Okay, well, I'd love to give a shout-out to Vincent Tran and Rihanna Hartley in the movie One of the Sun is about to come out. I'm so excited for them. Um, Justin Thieny for The Letter Red. That film's about to come out. Super excited for him. He's a director. Probably work with him again next year. Um, I know Timothy Woodward Jr., who I did Traded with, is working on a film right now, Another Western. So big Ooh. shout out to him. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I think the funeral guests, um, folks, the Conan brothers are. Are on their um, way to getting some distribution for that film, so I'm super excited for them. And of course, to Eric Peter Carlson, who we talked about before, and Najara, who is a beautiful and talented young woman who I've worked had the pleasure of working with a couple times. Big shout outs to all those folks.
1: Yeah, such a sweetheart, Najara. I can like chat with her anytime; it's always fun. Yeah. Big shout out to all those people. And Eric, yeah, super cool dude. Um, yeah, I, really
0: cool. Yeah,
1: I enjoy looking I at his. Monica.
0: Let's shout out to her. And who? Oh, we the shout, huh?
1: Shout out to who? To Monica, his wife. Oh, Monica. I don't know his wife, but yeah, big shout out to Monica. Yeah, big <laughs> shout out.
0: Absolutely.
1: We need, more, we need more directors like Eric to just do interesting, cool movies that people might look at like, this is dark. Yeah, we want dark. I want dark. I want an emotional roller coaster. I want to leave that movie remembering something. Like Constance, you're, I'm telling you, it was so fantastic that you did that. Dark, dark role about addiction, alcoholism. It just when I left that movie, I remember that that stuck with me the whole time, and so even now I'm like, that was great. I'm still moved.
0: Thanks for saying that, Sean. Actually, I'm getting into I wrote something, and it's very likely that early fall of next year um, it will be produced, and it is an addiction film.
1: You wrote it? I did. Wow, I'm so impressed. Oh, I need to see this now. Get to it. <laughs> Hurry.
0: I'll let you know once it's uh once it's in the post phase.
1: What kind of addiction can you tell me? Heroin. Heroin addiction. Dark, dark uh Requiem for a Dream, such a good movie. Have you seen it? I have. It was so a good
0: movie. It was a good movie, but I'll tell you what, when you're in your early twenties and your kid's sister and your parents are sitting next to you during that film, oh, yeah. it's a little uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> when I grew up I was so infatuated with, with addiction movies. Um I don't know why. I didn't I didn't I didn't venture off that path till I was like in my twenties, like twenty one. But when I was younger, I was just loved any movie. I was about maybe that's what set me off all these crazy movies. But I've never gone down that path because I've watched that movie. I'm like, wow, you're gonna lose your arm? No, it's so dark. It's so dark. Yeah, but uh,
0: it's so, dark, but it's very real right now. You know, it's um, it the darkness is kind of sweeping. So I think anything that's relevant should be reflected.
1: Yes, yes, I I think so. I think so, and just yeah remind people it's bad unless you're glorifying it like yeah heroin let's have a heroin party yay oh, it's actually kind <laughs> of from the
0: parents perspective
1: oh that's that's really cool
0: yeah kind of their journey and like how they deal
1: ah uh, constance i'm so in i I can't wait I'm gonna, oh cool. thanks i'm gonna buy every copy so put it out on dvd so i can go to the store <laughs> and buy every copy i want you to sign them all so i can have them all all of them cool. I'm a hoarder. I
0: need to write, what,
1: what'd you say? I said, I'm a hoarder. I want all the copies.
0: <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know when it comes to fruition. But have that's any... all I'm going to say because I feel like if I talk too much about it.
1: Yeah, don't, stuff. don't, don't. It's in the beginning phases. But yeah. yeah, if you have more info later, let me know. I'll definitely talk about it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I'd love that.
1: I'm always interested, especially when it's stuff like that, when it's real dark stuff. And it's. It's one of those things that I feel like weird talking about, but any movie that's about like, okay, I want to feel kind of screwed up. You guys forgive me when I say this because I don't know why my brain ticks this way, but like movies when I watch that are about like cancer and someone's struggle going through it, it's such a horrifying, horrifying thing. It's such a terrible reality of life. And I I don't know, something about those movies that really move me and I like them.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's all kind of like, It's a reminder that we're here and it doesn't, we never know how long we're here.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Those kind of things help put that in perspective and be like, okay, we better carpe diem already and, you know, make it happen. And, um, I think the dark, because with the dark, you can't help, but the only way to go is up. And then, so with the dark comes the hope too. And not in some kind of canned cheesy way, but in some kind of like, okay, we're going to, all we can do is like get together and make it, you know, make something else happen because we're at this like terrible, we're at this terrible, terrible place. And we can all relate to that in some way different, you know? And so I think relating to, if everything's all happy, it's boring and it's not real
1: yeah, life is not happy or real.
0: <laughs> it's, well, it's happy sometimes, but you have to have the struggle. You yep. know,
1: yeah, Absolutely. yin and yang. You have to know you have you have to like. I I know my darkness. I've been to my dark place in life, and when I got out of that darkness, it was such a freeing thing. And it's always a reminder to not ever venture in down that path. Don't go down that path. Don't do that. I know where that leads, so I don't go anywhere near it. But I'm such, but at the same time, people ask me, like, would you change things? Would you go through that again? I'm like, it kind of made me who I am right now. I don't know if I would change that.
0: Mm, Yeah, I think that's an amazing perspective. And like, why would you? You're a very cool guy and kudos to you to getting through it. But yeah, you probably wouldn't be as strong if you, without that side of it.
1: So let's go back. I'm a cool guy. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's. I want to record a little tag from Constance right now. Constance, give me a tag saying that I'm a cool guy.
0: If you don't know already, Sean is a very cool guy.
1: Cool. I'm gonna put the, you guys. I'm gonna put that on repeat, so that's gonna that's gonna go like five or six times in a row. So get ready. <laughs> I just need I need that in my life. I'm a cool guy. Yeah.
0: That's. Cool. Well, you are. You are. And all of this 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 tape because I've heard a couple things. You'd be like, "I'm a nerdy guy," or "I'm the guy who, if I said this, and she would go away." That's not true. That's just happening <laughs> for you. It's happening in life.
1: Yeah, that's not my reality. I mean, that is my reality. It's just not the reality. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. I'm, i I. need confirmation. You just gave me confirmation. I feel a little better. I can go about my work night tonight a little better. I'm like, I'm a cool guy. We drive around like, "Hey, walking your dog, guy. I'm a cool guy." <laughs> yeah hey <laughs> you store owner guess what Constance Brenneman said I'm a cool guy <laughs> I told you I like to say nerdy I stuff you
0: should. yes
1: cool cool I don't know I don't she like to talk to people love. I don't want like to talk to people though
0: you don't like talking to people you know,
1: just I mean I could do this over Skype but if you were like right here hanging out we were doing an in- in-person interview I don't know how I'd handle that
0: get out of here
1: really yeah. yeah i got bad social anxiety everyone thinks it's like a, some shtick that i'm making up but it really like when it comes to seeing people out in public i, I kind of like freeze up
0: you don't seem social anxiety ridden at all to me
1: that's because so we, what I- Oh, i was gonna say that's because we did we did uh that's because that's why i start off the podcast with improv we already did the weirdest shit with we that's the hardest part and now it's like all i gotta do is talk
0: yeah, but okay, so whatever you're harnessing right now, that okay. all I've got to do is talk, Sure. Y- you know what it is? Here's what it is for me, because I, I have some too. I don't know who doesn't, except for like extreme extroverts, and I can't even relate to those people because I don't know what that means. But if you're kind of an introvert, mm-hmm. what helps me is it's not even about me. Who gives a shit about me? I mean, really, I, I you know, I, I love who myself in a way that, like, I have to in order to be effective in the world. But if if I'm not concentrating on me and I'm concentrating on connecting to you, mm-hmm. then there's no anxiety. It's just about connecting.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I totally get that. That's kind of what I'm doing over Skype. That's the only option, really, right? <laughs> it's like, here's, here's yeah. me. Here's me. I'm, we're just like chatting. But but when it, when I'm outside, I, I'm sure people are sick of me talking about this. But like when I, when I just... I might see someone in public that I know at a grocery store. I'll just kind of avoid that aisle because I don't want to have to like talk or it's weird. It's what I'm. I I understand. I do. I completely understand. And,
0: And I can only say this because I do understand that oftentimes whatever you're thinking that they're thinking, they're not.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's probably true.
0: They're not thinking that. And if you said, Hey, really cool to see you happy holidays he'd be like sean what a great dude i'm so happy he's just said hi
1: (laughs) yeah exactly i'm cool i'm a cool guy i'd walk up and say hey i'm sean remember me i'm cool (laughs) what's up
0: absolutely
1: i'm such a dork but i love it that's what makes me that's what uh, everyone says like oh this horribly awkward thing I'm not so awkward but yeah i'm horribly awkward in my own brain
0: yeah we're we're all horribly awkward but no I don't think you're i don't think you're horribly awkward and and also I think you're pretty cool i mean I said that you're a cool guy, but um you have a lot to give that's all
1: so thank I wouldn't you. underestimate that thank you that means a lot yeah if I would have known earlier that you'd be saying all this stuff, I would have just i just got you on earlier and just had you say a bunch of cool stuff about me actually once a day i need you to hop on at 4 p.m just to say some cool stuff and then you can go on your day and i'll feel better you'll feel better because you did your part i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just joking (laughs) oh i do i got some random questions let me get to these because it's we've already we're already at like an hour right now okay uh okay so i got some questions here's random ones the most important one that everybody needs to know is who is your celebrity crush
0: Oh, goodness. I don't really have one. I mean, I'm not just saying this. I really don't
1: have one, do I? You don't have a movie like, oh, this guy or this chick. Like, I have to see everything they do. Like, I really, I got to, you know, if I see an interview pop up on Facebook, like, I'll probably check that out. I got to. That's my crush.
0: Okay, I'm going to put a pause on that one and come back. Okay. Because I think I need a second with that.
1: Okay, but the correct answer is Kristen Wiig.
0: Kristen Way. Wi- I mean, um, Ryan Gosling is always whatever. Oh, there you go.
1: Ryan Gosling's sure pretty everyone cool. Everyone
0: always says that. But I don't know if he's a crush, honestly, as much as I just think he's talented. But who knows if he's a crush. I would have to, like, hang out with him for a while and see if he's cool. And, like, do you know? I don't know.
1: He's like, oh, I'm Ryan Gosling. Hey, Constance. You're hanging out with Ryan Gosling. How do you feel?
0: Yeah, I just can't. I can't say I crush on anybody unless I – Unless I know
1: them. Oh, I crush hard, so, you know. Um, <laughs> what, what was your very first, like, job, paying job? One you had to fill out, like, a W-2 for?
0: Uh, I was a weekend receptionist at a real estate office in
1: high school. Oh, really? You just took phone calls?
0: Yeah. I did phone calls, and I cut out ads, and I made coffee.
1: Cut out ads? What did you cut out ads for?
0: Um, the ads that were in the newspaper, some, I don't remember why, but they used, they used to have me cut them out and
1: file them <laughs> just to keep tabs <laughs> on everybody else doing the same thing or what?
0: Uh, you know, I, I couldn't tell you
1: some, creepy I couldn't thing. tell you
0: why. I don't even know if I knew why then
1: weird. Yeah. Maybe the guy was just, or the owner was just some, like, just like, I don't know that, that, that is kind of weird. Why? Okay. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but that was it.
1: Okay, another one is, um, or just, I just made this up in my head right now. If there was a movie about my life, who would you pick t- to play me? Who would you hire to be the actor to oh, play me? Oh, that's
0: great. That's a great question. Um, Ryan Gosling.
1: <laughs> yeah. I need to get that cool-ass scorpion jacket they had in that one movie. What's the movie called?
0: Drive. Drive, then, yep. Was it Drive? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, awesome. That was a good song. Brian Goslin made me feel good. Uh, what is the first thing that comes to your mind when I say horribly awkward podcast? Um, Sean is the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. What if you had a round trip ticket, time travel ticket to go anywhere, anywhere in time? You can go forward or backwards. You can go for one day, and then you can take. You have a round trip ticket, so you can come back. You can check it out for one day and then come back. Where would you go?
0: uh. I would love to see my parents first date okay they were high school sweethearts kind of I mean it was kind of an awkward way of getting together the whole story but I I, it would be so cute to see like teenage version of my father and teenage version of my mother like and my mother said she wouldn't eat which is so strange because she's not like that at all um kind of interacting on a
1: date that would be a that would be really cool you're like hey I'm your daughter (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm older than you, but I'm your daughter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Oh, one last thing. If you legitly saw if you legitly saw a mermaid on the beach. Mm. We were at the beach looking for bluefish. Uh-huh. And you saw a mermaid. I was no, I was down the other beach, so we were separated. You're just over there by yourself and you saw a mermaid. You saw a mermaid. I had your phone, so you couldn't take a picture. Yeah, would you tell anybody?
0: Honestly, I don't know. I don't know that I would tell anybody because I'm sure that they would think I was crazy.
1: Yes, exactly. So, but you just saw I, I a freaking
0: mermaid. mermaid. Yeah, I was like, I was like a freaking mermaid. I know I saw a mermaid. Like, am I crazy? This is like, this is like night eyes. Am I crazy, or do I trust that I just really saw a mermaid? And then I would like Google people who legitimately saw a mermaid and see if there was like a group of mermaid, like people who, who swore like the Loch Ness Monster that they've seen a mermaid and then convene and share stories to see if it sort of matched up to see if I could like if I was crazy or if I saw a mermaid.
1: Yeah, that is the best answer I've gotten for any of these for that question cuz I would I either will throw in like Bigfoot, Santa Claus, I got, you know, a UFO, a mermaid, and yeah. everyone everyone says, "Yeah, I'm hell yeah, I'm going to tell everyone." And the, Oh,
0: you freaking know they wouldn't and they would Google to be like, "What's going on with these pe- other
1: people?" Oh, let me yeah, let me uh, let me hashtag mermaid <laughs> on Twitter. Let <laughs> me check and see if anybody else saw this chick because that red hair
0: I- <laughs> What time of day does she come out of the ocean? Like, yeah. Am I crazy?
1: Yeah, mermaid watchers. It's got to be a thing, right?
0: Yeah. It's like if you saw an alien. Yeah. You're going to be up. Like, if you've seen the same alien shit.
1: Do you think a mermaid would be, like, super beautiful, like you see in the cartoons? Or you think she'd just be some nasty fish-looking lady? Like, that's a good question.
0: She probably smells like a can of tuna.
1: <laughs> it definitely smells like a can of tuna. <laughs> She's like, she's like, hey, can you help me out of the water? You're like, oh, your breath stinks. <laughs> Let me take a picture of you, though, for my friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. that's the thing
0: is, here's the curious thing. When you see a mermaid depicted, the hair would be totally flat because it's wet. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Ariel, it's like she just had, had a, what do you call that? The blow dry bars. She just had her hair perfectly coiffed at some kind of blow dry bar.
1: Yeah, it always looks awesome, right?
0: It would be natty and wet, flat. It's ridiculousness. I mean, maybe she'd be beautiful, but it's nothing like we've seen.
1: No, no. I've used, uh, there was one movie I was watching where the mermaids looked super high. I was like, wow, I want to marry a fish. I don't remember what, what movie it was. It might have been. The
0: movie? Splash?
1: Splash? That's old school, right? Old school Splash? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that movie, but I have seen it.
0: Yeah, oh, I saw it like twenty times.
1: It might. I'm thinking it might be like one of the newer like Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe. Yeah. You know what? Before I move on from this, we'll, we'll wrap it up here in a sec. I'm gonna look this up. Pirates of the Par- Caribbean. I'm gonna look this up. Let's see if it is mermaid.
0: And they were hot. they were hot. Is that what you're saying? Oh,
1: it's beautiful! If this is what I'm thinking, yeah, I think it is that one. But they were also evil and crazy and. Yeah, it was, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, ooh, those super hot mermaids that are, they're also, like, killers. So
0: so what would you do? I want to—I have a question for you. If you saw a mermaid and it was love at first sight, like you're like, I love this mermaid, what would you do? How um, would you do
1: that? What I'd do is I'd find a, a similar-looking real-life girl and I'd have her wear a mermaid suit all the time all the time it's
0: kind of mean she'd be hopping
1: that's okay I, I, I'd uh I'd be so inspired by this I'd be so inspired by this mermaid that I would go out and do something with my life to make a lot of money I would get millions and I'd just pay her look I'm gonna give you ten thousand dollars a day just to dress up like a mermaid and tell you tell me that you love me that's all I want from you I'm gonna have you chill in the bathtub three hours out of a day it's three hours all you gotta do is three hours a day and you're getting ten grand and uh she'll love it. She's getting paid good money and I'll love it because the fish loves me.
0: Oh <laughs> you know, there are people in LA who do mermaid full time. Really? Yeah, at a friend's party, their daughter wanted a mermaid. So the, all the dads carried this woman and dropped her into the pool.
1: Holy crap, that's awesome.
0: And she's a you know, she has mermaid business cards.
1: Seashell so, bra?
0: Who knows? Yeah, seashell bra. The whole nine yards, did not walk. Parents carried.
1: That's weird. What if you like slipped in, in the? I wonder how deep it was. What if you kind of slipped? You know, you can't. Your feet, you couldn't get traction with your feet like you normally could. I guess you could float, but uh, whatever she's wearing could be heavy. You could drag it to the bottom.
0: It worked. Whatever she's doing works, and she, she she's a party girl. I mean, she does the party circuit.
1: I'm in. I'm looking this chick up. As soon as we get off this, I'm, I'm getting her. I'm hiring yeah, her for the podcast. She has a web
0: series and everything. So if it's, 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 it might be a good interview.
1: She has a web series. This could be a good interview. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is freaking fan. I'm so glad that you came on today and we talked about mermaids because I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look her up. You said LA?
0: Yes.
1: I'm looking she's a her professional
0: up. mermaid. Like, this is what she does.
1: Okay. I'm looking her up because I've done this. I've said mermaid to a couple of people. And, uh, I'm like, this is such a great idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Listen, if you could do a whole year worth of stuff just based on weird crap that people do for children's birthday parties in LA.
1: Yeah. LA is awesome. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised I don't go visit more often. I know some, I met so many people on the podcast and I've, I've still never met anybody that I've podcasted with. It's like, every, are
0: you serious? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, no joke. So I'm always like, one day I could go to L.A. And there's like all kinds of people I know. And I'm only four hours away. It's not like I'm super far.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, next sort of like time two or three of us are together, like Najara, Eric, myself.
1: Yeah, I would love. That would be awesome. Come on, man. Get Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer is super fun to talk to. Oh, that would be a riot. But then again, I might just be sitting there. Tying my shoes the whole time, trying to be something like I'm busy. Like, oh, I can't get this knot right. I'm just, I don't. Oh, you guys keep talking.
0: Like, hey, Sean, Sean, get out of your head, my friend. It's all about connecting.
1: I could probably okay. do it with sunglasses. Because you're a cool dude. I am a cool dude. One more time.
0: Because you're a cool dude. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, we can wrap it up. We've been here for an hour and 15.
0: All right. All right. Well, I hope you have uh, a beautiful night.
1: I'm going to do my little outro thing. You got time for that? Yeah, let's do okay, it. Okay, cool. So, let's get to the wrap-up. Ayo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Down there, man. Wrap it up, son. Wrap it up, son. It up, son. Nice,
0: nice. Okay, well, check out Traded. You can certainly find that on uh, most of your streaming platforms. Night Eyes, The Toy Soldiers, Acts of God, Swing, A Lesson of Love, Anatomy of a Love Scene. All of those films you can watch at the comfort of your own home. Also coming out this year will be The Letter Red, Funeral Guests*, and One Under the Sun. Um, next January, I'll be doing a film called Silent Panic, and I just wrapped a film... Um, uh, about a woman who uh, is suffering from PTSD, called "She Will Be Loved." So, lots of good things on the horizon, and for you to check out streaming. Thanks so much, appreciate she it. She
1: will be loved. Uh, I that one seems really cool. I saw your your. I think maybe Instagram. You posted a picture where you just kind of yeah. there, kind of all dirty yeah, and raggedy. Yeah.
0: No. Uh huh. Yeah, we oh. shot in the desert.
1: That's going to be awesome. And that other one, Silent Panic.
0: Uh huh. Silent panic. We're shooting that in January.
1: What a great title for a movie. That's like me at all times. I'm always like silent. I'm always panicking, but I'm really silent about it until I get on the podcast.
0: Oh man, this is like another level. It's like how secrets can eat you alive.
1: I love it. That's a great title. Mm -hmm. Everyone, check out the the toy soldiers for sure. Uh, See the performance that that I'm telling you about because it's moving. It's really good. Uh, I love it. Night Eyes is really good. Traded, I'm going to watch that. I'll probably try to watch that this weekend. Uh, It's in my Netflix queue. I believe I added it. If I saw it there, I added it for sure. Yeah, if you
0: like a Western, check out Traded.
1: Ah, yeah, I'm digging. I'm digging the Westerns right now. Nice. So you guys can find the BS Podcast. (sighs) No, not the BS Podcast. You guys can find the Horribly Awkward Podcast on the BS Podcast Network. As always, thanks. Uh, shoot over to bspodcastnetwork.com. All the other stuff there. there's a lot of ton of other great shows. A lot of ton of other great shows. I, I, I get nervous and I can't say words. There's a lot of great shows. There's a ton of them. There. Let's break that down into two sentences. You can find me personally on Twitter at they call me Iams, which is my personal account, uh, as well as my gamertag. If you guys want to play some games, if you got a PS4 and Xbox or PC gaming, I'm, I'm on there. They call me Iams. Uh, you can find my show at Twitter at uh, awkward underscore podcast. The email is horribly awkward podcast at com. The voicemail is 510 Constance, what's a good reason for somebody to leave a voicemail?
0: Uh, because you're an awesome guy to talk to and uh, have any questions answered from your podcast that you might want to, that they might have after. Let me start over.
1: No, no start overs. You can start from right there. Go ahead.
0: Okay, because you're an awesome guy to talk to, and they might have questions after the podcast that you can answer for
1: them. Yeah, you you just want to call me up and say, "Hey, Sean, you're pretty cool." I'll go. Yeah, I'll play it. I'll let everyone because I want everybody else to hear that too. I don't want it to be a secret. <laughs> I have a Facebook page, a YouTube channel, and also an Instagram. Sort of. Those are all little accounts that are there. They're fun. Check them out. I've been trying to be active on my Instagram with the stories thing and just doing random videos, like I'll do right here. Um, let's do a random video. I'm gonna, maybe I should do this in every podcast because it would be cool to do this. And let's—how do I do it? I forgot. Uh, I got it. Constance Brannaman,
0: look it, look at look at look it. Hey, hello everybody. Woo! Horribly awkward podcast checks out.
1: That just happened. Boom. Okay, so that's must are doing that every episode of the podcast. That was fun. <laughs> um, okay, the last thing before we go, we're almost done, is what is one thing you've learned on today's episode?
0: One thing I've learned on today's episode is that um, the beauty of connecting to another individual and learning from them as they learn from me, and also knowing that... Uh, I need to think about this, actually, Sean. This hmm. is tricky.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is tricky. You're trying to think of everything. Like what was said? I, what what yeah. you think I learned that... I learned that you dyed your hair a bunch of different colors, and it got all screwed up. So you're happy to shave it off. Yeah. Uh, I learned that. um, I also learned that I'm pretty cool. Yeah,
0: you're you're definitely very cool. I think you know. I learned that sharing is fun, and connecting to somebody new is really good times. And oftentimes, I think I I don't think about um, how sharing our stories other people can relate to it just like you how you're like ah they're not going to want to see me in the grocery store but uh, I certainly like hearing other people's stories so it was fun to share with you
1: thank you Constance you are the sweetest I swear so awesome (laughs) thank you so much
0: as Gidget would say
1: peace out Brussels sprouts hey it's the S to the M the L to the ISSA Slam games in the house
0: So drop your <clears throat> Listen Poor, whiskly, backward, cock, flask
1: Merrily, sock, bird, cat. Destiny, doctor, downcast. cat Carelessly, squandered, lamb, <laughs> Heavenly, slaughtered, broadcast It's the Horribly Awkward Podcast Yeah? OK, I'm recording. Hey, Constance. Hey, Sean. Hey, hey, hey. So before I get started, I want you to tell me like a random story off the top of your head. It doesn't have to be epic or eventful. Just something random and short off the top of your head.
0: OK, wow. Um, so when I was a little girl, I caught this little blue fish uh, when I was scooping up water to build a sandcastle in the ocean. And it was electric blue, and for whatever reason, I will never forget how beautiful this fish was, and it got away within seconds. Um, I don't know if that's a metaphor for life, but it's very vivid, and it came to mind
1: when you asked me the question. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, where where at? I think it was
0: probably Myrtle Beach or Hilton Head. I grew up in the Midwest, so that was kind of the go-to beach spot
1: where's myrtle beach is that texas
0: no it's uh in the carolinas
1: Oh, okay i sound like for some reason it sounded like something in texas i live in texas for a very short bit oh yeah what part uh port aransas down by like, corpus christi okay on a beach like literally on the beach really yeah we went up there all struggling <laughs> just like let's let's live on the beach <laughs> for a little bit yeah it was it was a it was a fun experience it was a terrible experience but it was cool i caught a lot of critters and stuff and that was fun i
0: think you probably have some stories about that yeah
1: yeah it was fun okay that's gonna be our improv skit we're gonna have to do something on that okay we're gonna catch we're gonna catch a fish um yeah this is gonna be this one's gonna be a little challenging that's the fun of it (laughs) I like a good challenge. I like a good challenge. It doesn't have to be, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just dumb. It's just how I like to start off every podcast. It makes sense. Okay. So we're on the beach. We're on the beach. We're on the beach. Yeah. We're going to be on the beach. It's going to be awesome and sunny.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. This is what I need you to say. Go horribly awkward improv. Take one. Action.
0: Oh yeah. That's a horribly awkward show.